0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Hormonal Mama podcast. I am your host Cara Drescher and today on the show, I am talking with Adiola Mead, naturopathic doctor who specializes in helping people figure out digestive difficulties, which we all know affects, well, so many things in life. She takes such a unique approach, it is fantastic, and she also works with corporate wellness. So this episode is a fantastic episode if you're ever dealing with any type of digestive issues, Dr. Mead can point you in the right direction. So stick around, listen up, it's a great episode. Hi Adiola, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here with me today. So welcome, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. It is my absolute pleasure. I'm psyched to talk to you about your work because you are a naturopathic doctor, which is a profession that is close to my heart. I am so fond of this kind of work that you do, and I'm just really excited to jump in and talk about that. But before we talk about your work specifically as a naturopathic doctor, you have a couple of programs that I'm psyched about that I want to hear a little bit more about. Um, The first one is your 40-Day Fresh Start program. I know that there's a lot of really cool, intricate, exciting stuff with that. So I'd love if you could just tell us a little bit about this program and what it it does, who it benefits, and all those great things. Sure. Yeah. So my program,
1: the 40-Day Fresh Start, is very much born out of my experience with patients over the past 15 years, where (laughs) many would come in. Um, with a a certain constellation of symptoms and often related to stress so would be I am a busy mother and I'm stressed or I am a busy executive and I'm stressed or I've had a lot of trauma in my life and I'm stressed and it's starting to manifest in these different ways so lots of fatigue um, hormonal imbalances digestive disturbances and either anxiety or depression or somewhere in between the two Mm -hmm. So over and over again, I was treating these patients in you know, individual ways, but also with similar ideas to guide them along to resolving those symptoms. So I decided to turn some of those protocols into a program that focuses on looking at each person's body's metabolism mm. with lab testing um, and then helping them to address those concerns using diet and lifestyle, because that's the focus of my practice. I very rarely, even though I can prescribe medications, but we want to empower people with using their diet where they have the most control, their nutrition and their lifestyle to help them thrive, you know, to feel good in their body so they can move on and do all the things that they really want to do. So we look at their metabolism through blood work, And um, a lot of times people come in and say, I'm so, so tired, but I've had some labs done and the doctor says that everything is normal, but you know, they don't feel normal. So we look Mm -hmm. at those ranges and what's optimal for them within the range, because the range is really just sort of a suggestion Mm -hmm. of where the numbers should be. And you don't treat numbers, you treat people. So we look specifically- I love that. I'm I'm
0: making a note of that because you're totally right. And I love it. So we look specifically
1: at where they are within the range and figure out what would be optimal for them, um, and then with the nutrition piece, I do food sensitivity testing because I find that a lot of people eat foods that are healthy. You know, so many foods are healthy: avocados, healthy, corn is healthy dairy can be healthy, but they might not be healthy for them. And they don't know that those foods might be causing disturbance in their digestive tract or just inflammation. And this is somewhere we have control. So we figure out if there are foods that are causing inflammation at that time, and then we base their diet around the results of those tests. Um, And it's not forever. It's not like, oh, you can never eat dairy again. It's right now, this is causing inflammation. Let's take it out of your diet for about 30 days, and then give your body a chance to just clear any inflammation that has resulted from the exposure, heal some of the gut lining that might've been damaged, and we'll just start over. Hence the fresh start part, right? So the body heals itself. We give it a chance to heal itself. And then we can test over time, like, oh, let's bring back in you know one or two of those foods and see how the body really responds to it when it's the only variable. I love that. I've I love it.
0: Just, just to, I, I don't want to interrupt, but I just have to tell you how awesome I think that is because I think that is such a huge problem, especially in this particular culture <laughs> that you just want to eat whatever you want to eat and you don't give your body a chance to really understand, well, what, what's causing this problem? So I think that's fantastic that you do this food sensitivity testing. I think that's just huge. So yeah. I just wanted Thanks. to- mention
1: that thanks yeah a lot of people do find that it's often foods that they eat very often or they had never thought about that might be causing an issue at the time and then once they don't eat it for a while they're like oh man I feel clear-headed or you know I feel so much better and it's sort of a um Reintroducing your yourself to your body, right, nice. and the body starts to. You give it a chance to speak to you and communicate with you, and then you start to listen. So I just find through the process, a lot of people are like, "I know when I'm hungry now. I know when I'm full. You know, I'm waking up without my alarm." So you're just like being reintroduced to your body and learning how best to treat it. So that's a beautiful thing to be able to see during the the process.
0: I bet from your perspective, I, I can't imagine how like exciting it is to see people having these huge changes in their lives for something that you think kind of simple the concept behind it I mean getting to there isn't as so simple it's a little complicated but in a simple way yeah yeah it's that well (laughs) yeah but you know it is it's it's
1: pretty straightforward and the concept is simple but not everyone thinks to start there right and knows that that might be part of the issues that they're having it's just hard for us to have perspective of our own health honestly right it's it's really helpful to have someone just come alongside and say here's what I see here's somewhere we can start
0: exactly
1: so that's what what I love to do and then part of it too is so we do that bit of testing um and then The big part is helping people develop habits Mm -hmm. that will help them sustain their health. So we're, you know, treating whatever comes up with the blood tests if you have some sort of deficiency or excesses and things like that. So we'll treat those with nutrients and diet and lifestyle and things like that. Um, And then we'll, you know, change the, your meal plan based on your test results. So, you know, you kind of get going with that, but then, there's so many other aspects to health that need to be put in place and really to become habits like good health is a habit it's not mm-hmm. that people just wake up and have glowing skin and you know tone muscles and incredible digestion <laughs> you know some, <laughs> some people have many of those things just naturally, but we really need to work at creating habits to help us maintain our health, just as basic self-care. So I have a course called Self-Care School. So um, each participant is enrolled in this course and they get daily content with information on what to do that week that is a mind and body practice. So it could be this week is implementing therapeutic foods. Here are so many foods that are healthy and that are really medicine for your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's something else you can do that involves your mind and your spirit to nourish your body. So the therapeutic food week is also coupled with, um, gratitude because that's an important way to nourish the spirit and nourish relationships and to connect with ourselves and how connect the dots on how we are relating to the world around us and the people around us. And Definitely. So they have content every day to move in the direction of putting these practices, you know, as foundations in their lives and then we meet every week how did it go which food did you choose what was your practice looking like did you have a practice before and people sometimes are just like i had a practice before and i haven't done it in a while or it's not my thing and like gratitude is everyone's thing just like You know, even if you're a pessimistic person, you can think, well, it could have been worse. You know, I could have fallen in a pit of fire. You know, I mean, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Anything could happen. That's a good example. Yeah, that's one way of expressing gratitude if it doesn't come down. But those practices need to be in place so that once your body is strong, then your mind is strong too. And you can, there's little you can not do when your mind and body are strong and in harmony. So,
0: yeah. That's incredible. Thanks. Thanks. I love that it's called self care school. It is, I it just, is. I mean, because <laughs> self care is something that so many people just don't do for themselves. They just don't even think about how extremely important it is to lead a healthy life.
1: Yeah. And just, and just remember that it's, they're habits. They really are. Um, and I had, I ran an event last week um, called um, Taking Action in 2022. And it was all about setting goals and making sure that the goals were really aligned with something that's meaningful for you. Um, and I put in the the presentation that taking a break, eating food, moving your body, like those are not rewards right <laughs> they're not rewards for um you know i i, I was saying you should celebrate your successes no matter how small they are but taking a break is not a reward like those are basic self-care you need to do that we all need to take breaks and hydrate and do things we enjoy like those are the minimum um rewards are like you know trips to fiji or
0: something like that. that's a nice reward i want that reward
1: You know, if <laughs> you're doing pretty well and drinking enough water every day Maybe you, you might just merit some. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the end of my program, once uh, things are looking just really good, and it's about the forty-day mark, then we do a gut microbiome test, where it gives us sort of a spot check on how is your overall health looking. So it gives us ideas on how your digestion is looking, your emotional balance, your immune fitness, your energetic fitness, um, and just sort of your overall metabolic health, and then gives some long-term maintenance recommendations from there as far as like diet and supplements and mindfulness and exercise. So you have like a really nice runway to keep going on all of the, all of the changes you've made. So it's just, it's so fun. It is so fun.
0: <laughs> I can see that. I can see your passion and that's so awesome. You love what you do. Thank and you. like, I what's love better it? than that? You know, I cannot Not imagine
1: much. anything better. No. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh, that's so cool! Yeah. That program sounds so incredible and so really life changing. You know what I mean? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it is. And you know, I've I've been treating patients for you know years and years now, and people would would get better over kind of a, sh- a short period of time, depending on um, how invested they were. So once I put the the program together, I realized that really we could condense what is usually months of treatment into about that six-week period and really more like in a four-week period period people are starting to say things like oh this and this and this is resolved and my energy is all the way up and all like things really quite a apart so it's just nice to be able to condense so much of the progress that I've seen people have over the years into a, a discrete program mm-hmm. um and just recently i had someone who went through the program who was a covid long hauler and had been like 18 months of immune oh gosh just kind of holding on tight and feeling like they were going to fall sick at any given point and it was just struggling really a remarkable person who had been struggling for a while And she went through the program and she just said that it was it was a game changer she used the word life changing which is just such so validating and just such such an incredible um, experience to hear that something that I'm able to facilitate because, you know, I'm along the journey with people who are really invested in making these changes. And I give guidance and I have a framework, but she put the work in and then to know that it changed her life. And, you know, she probably thought that she was going to have these symptoms forever and had a community on people who had all been dealing with long-term symptoms and she her energy is better her immune system felt strong her mood was great you know so just that that shift of thinking this was you know the rest of your life to oh no there's a lot more there's a lot more vitality and to be able to experience that alongside someone is really tremendous
0: oh I I mean I have chills (laughs) it's so powerful To watch that kind of transformation in someone, and and especially that that story you just shared, I mean, gosh, I mean, COVID itself is such a a nightmare. But you know, the people who are really suffering, who are in that you know that long haul with it, you know, because I mean, I know that a lot of people suffer in that respect, aside from everything else. And I just think that's so incredible to to have that experience of, of. Like you said, sort of walking alongside someone while they're going through this, and you can help them, and you can see, can see their life change in front of you. I mean, I'm getting misty thinking about it because that's just very powerful and incredible, and very exciting.
1: Yeah, it's very humbling just to, yeah, just to. experience it alongside with them and witness it.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. The other thing I wanted to ask you about is the corporate wellness work that you do, because I know that's a huge part of your practice and the work that you do, and that you feel, you know, really proud of and really strongly about So tell me a little bit about that as well.
1: Yeah, so that's also kind of born out of and inspired by my work with patients over the past several years is so many of them come from incredibly stressful jobs, Mm -hmm. very stressful jobs. And a lot of what we do is strategize around how they can take some of their power back um, from their schedules and from their, you know, Responsibilities, so that they can take care of themselves, and after a while, I started thinking, I really need to get to these people before they end up in here <laughs> before right. they end up <laughs> exhausted and needing to just like rebuild their lives again yeah. so um I put together some you know some lectures that I give I've lectured and you know presented on behalf of the American Heart Association and various um companies, and taught about heart health and how oh gosh, cardiovascular disease is the number one killer in the United States, but it is preventable. It is preventable. So that's, you know, I think very convicting to know that this number one cause of mortality is something that we could really change and turn around with diet and lifestyle and proper management. Um, So, you know, people usually are kind of taken aback, like what, you know, (laughs) like it's not just... (laughs) medications and there's so much we can do so that was a really wonderful experience and just being able to to share that with people and then I was able to um lecture in some other like bigger tech companies as well um on stress and stress management and my big favorite thing to present on and you know offer workshops on is on self-care, but on mental wellness and cultivating mental wellness um, and helping to build resilience. And we do it in a, I think in a unique way where we want an experience that companies and teams can um, embark on together. So it's not so much just Individual health, although it can be individualized, um, but they get a team experience, what I call a wellness week, where they have Mm -hmm. access to a program that is online and they get content sort of like in my long program, my 40 day program, but they get a week's worth of content where they would get nutrition and sort of general wellness tips, but then also a prompt to share about what they learned in my lecture. So we go in for about half an hour, 45 minutes, and give them skills, teach skills, and make them practice skills mm-hmm. right then and there during the workshop that would help them build mental wellness and resilience. And then for a week, they have access to content that will help them, you know, start with their self-care based on their nutrition and mm-hmm. movement and mindfulness. And then they can share with the rest of the group, like, how is it going? What worked for you? You know, little hacks and things like that. So they can be on this journey together. And then I come, come back on the end of that little wellness week. And we ask, how did it go? What went well? What didn't go well? How did it go as a, as a team? And then we give them some more long-term um recommendations and how they can you know right now maintain their immune health and strengthen their immune health using natural and integrative ways um and and methods and also just healthy living in general so we want to get them started get them practicing because I, i don't know about you but if you've ever been to a training like at work or something a mental wellness or uh like a corporate wellness thing they give you some information and then you know you leave and then it's over. Yep. That's the end of that. Absolutely. <laughs> of that, you forgot about it or it was just you went there sort of begrudgingly, you know, it's like you have all these things to do, but you're here too and it's just it's it's gone. So I yeah. like for them to have this experience where they can really implement it and build a, a bit of a foundation and then, you know, build some morale in the group as well.
0: I love that. And morale, man, that's important because corporate world, I I've worked in the corporate world and Oh, it's tough. <laughs> it's hard to to say more than that, and I, I I think morale is such a huge factor. And what a great way to help boost that, though, with this wellness work because it's needed. And I love that you're so excited about it. That just that makes me feel good. And I don't work in the corporate world anymore, and I haven't for a long time. But I know how important it is, and I just think what a beautiful thing. To be able to offer this to people and again change their lives, really, you know, you 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 bring them the foundation to help them build onto the foundation and build more foundation for themselves, and that's just it makes me really happy. Yeah, I love thanks. it. I love it, and I love that you're so excited about it. That's just I, you see me just smiling. I can't stop smiling because it's just an <laughs> incredible thing to hear. Thank you.
1: Well, I just feel like there's. There's a lot of opportunity for people to grow in what I call flexing their autonomy muscle, right mm-hmm. it's like we get into these grooves, it's like this is what I do, this is what I've always done, this is my routine, this is how it has to be. but I think sometimes an experience can help you switch on that light bulb of oh. It doesn't have to be this way. And there are little things that I can do. And there are little habits that I can start to implement that shift the course of my day and the course Mm -hmm. of my energy. And I can fuel my body better and I can communicate better with, you know, in a corporate space, my team members, and we can have, even if I have nothing in common with so-and-so in marketing, at least I know that both of us are trying to fuel our bodies better and take breaks and, you know, practice mindfulness and so on and so forth. But we have this common thing that is beneficial for both the individual and the collective. And I think it's just important to have those ties that bind yes. so that you can, you can work together. You can develop a little bit of a, an affection and, and an empathy and a regard for people who you have to work with, whether you like it or not. Um, and if you like working with them, even more for you to have in common and to journey together into something that's mutually beneficial.
0: Love it. I love that. You're making me very happy over here, but I, I cause I can, you know, I, I, word my thought here I so often talk to people who are excited about their work right but when you face-to-face talk to someone and, and you give them a chance and this is just speaking as someone who interviews people all the time and you get a chance to see and hear their voice and hear their excitement and and why they love this work and everything it's just I don't know. I don't know how to word my thought. I kind of went on a tangent there, but I think it's pretty fantastic. Now, I do have a question. Yes. I well, I kind of have a two-part. Well, it's, it's more than that. It's kind of like a three-part question here. Oh, I'm ready. So, okay. All right. So, let's start with You are a naturopathic doctor. Tell me the there's there's really three questions I have about that. One, what made you decide to become a naturopathic doctor. Second part is, for our audience who might not know, can you tell us exactly what a naturopathic doctor is? And then the third part is, why are you so passionate about it? Those are great questions. Okay.
1: <laughs> we'll take it from the top. What made me want to become a naturopathic doctor? I think it's it's really just in my blood. And mm-hmm. I say that because I I come from a family where if you were sick you got um a bowl of herbs to to drink. You got you know mashed up herbs to stick on your wounds. You got um food, you got water, you got you know really prayed over. You know like mm-hmm. everything that was part of our family life and our community life was medicine. It just made sense to Treat people that way, because that's how I had always been treated. That's how I'd always seen healing occur growing up. Um, and, you know, my, my great grandfather, my grandfather, my father were all sort of like indigenous medicine men to, you know, a certain extent, by the way it's understood in, in this culture. I'm from Nigeria. And these were people who, you know people in our community would come to and seek wisdom from and learn about um indigenous herbs and medicine from and seek advice and seek community around that so that also make a lot made a lot of sense right mm-hmm. it's like okay this is how this is how we heal as a community so i, I had always always wanted to be a doctor um from before I can remember my mom said that my grandparents would be sick and I would be I don't know something like two or one (laughs) and I would say you're not gonna die grandpa and I would go and make something some whatever a two-year-old had access to is that
0: the sweetest thing ever yes
1: Yes. Oh, so I would go and just make something, anything. I would give it to them and I'd tell them, don't worry, you're not gonna die. And my mom said, and he didn't die that time, you know. <laughs> Thankfully. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. And I, love it. I would tell my grandmother, I think you need some injections, you know, <laughs> and things like that. And oh my I was God, is
0: that so cute?
1: It just was who I, I I always wanted to be a doctor and I wanted to be um, an obstetrician. Mm -hmm. and I just thought I love babies I want to be a doctor this is it and then I was applying to medical school and my old my older brother actually had looked into going to naturopathic medicine because my dad had some contacts in the naturopathic world and but then he decided that wasn't for him but when I was applying to medical schools, he said have you looked into naturopathic medicine I thought what is that and I read up on it and I said treating people not symptoms, you know, believing in the body's inherent ability to heal itself, um, treating, you know, the cause of diseases and like that. Isn't that what medicine is? And I'm looking around like, what's so special about this? And then I
0: looked
1: (laughs) looked and made some comparisons and I thought, oh my goodness, this is, what I want to do. This is this is who I am. This is very much a natural extension of who I am. So that's how I got into naturopathic school and I was going to be a midwife you know, because I wanted to be an obstetrician. I was like, well naturally I'll just become a midwife. And Kara, I had one class in midwifery. It was the very first class. It might have been the very first class of all the midwifery classes. And she was talking about being on call, you know, the midwife teaching us and I thought, On call <laughs> so, I'm supposed to lose sleep. It had never occurred to me in twenty some odd years of wanting to be an obstetrician mm-hmm. that I was going to lose sleep, and that was the end of that dream. I was like, well, well, you I know gotta- what?
0: Good <laughs> yeah. for you realizing that. I mean, seriously, because sleep. Hey, I'm with you. I could Same never do here. that for that reason alone.
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't going to work. so I
0: thought, <laughs> well, At least I can still be <laughs> a naturopathic physician. <laughs> it's so Which funny is
1: really a primary care physician that focuses on non-drug therapies. If that's it. the safest way to describe it. So and perfect. Yeah. We can prescribe medication, but there's just so many things you can do before that and around that, that support the body's inherent ability to heal and really to thrive. That's not based on medication. So those are all the things that we become experts at. Um, and that's what That's what I do. And that's how I've always practiced. And why I'm passionate about it is really because it works. It makes so much sense to give people back their power to teach them ways to take the best care of themselves. But it's never just yourself, right? It's always you and the microcosm that you Inhabit, so, if I teach one woman how to eat in a way that nourishes her body, she tells all of her girlfriends, she feeds her family, her children, her partner differently, she tells everyone in her circle so now i 've not only treated that person i 've also impacted this whole social circle, circle this whole family circle, potentially <laughs> generations from there um, and so there 's just a like no end to the inspiration to. For example, um, a woman who recently finished my my program said that she didn't know she was um, sensitive to gluten, but it makes so much sense. So she mm-hmm. called her whole family and told them and their aunties, they were just like, yes, I knew it all the time. And she, you know, was now this catalyst for change in her family just over the phone because she found out something that would work for her. She thought it might also work for them and the loved that you have for the people that are near and dear to you always is um, expressed through through service, through sharing, and I just love to see those ripple effects. So I'm always passionate about being an agent of positive change in people's lives.
0: Oh my gosh! I mean, could you have said that any better? <laughs> I'm mean, seriously like th- that's that's such an empowering thing to feel and to be able to make that kind of a difference for people. Oh, hmm. You are so speaking my language. <laughs> I'm excited over here. I can't help myself. Cause, cause again, you know, the way that you explain everything, the look on your face, you can feel your energy. You know, I can feel this passion that you have for this work. And that's a big deal. A lot of people do not love their work. A lot of people just don't have that passion and you do. And that makes you very special in my opinion. So I think that's really incredible. And I like how you worded that. Um, so I actually have a question that I wanted to ask you because, you know, something that you talk about, excuse me, on your website really, really triggered my brain to think, I want to hear her input on this. And that is this, that you find that your patients often struggle with a combination of digestive disturbances, fatigue, and mood imbalances. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you two questions about that. Why do you think this is such a common thing that you see so often? And how are these issues connected? Because I have some thoughts in my mind, but I'd love to hear from you about that. Sure. Um, why
1: why do they come together and how are they connected yes Mm -hmm. okay um I over the years I've seen that they come together mostly because our we think we are one person and we are but we're made up of many systems and now we know we're made up of many 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 microbes Mm -hmm. and so we are a community of 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 life, of different types of life within our system. So this is your your microbiome and most especially the gut microbiome. So when we have changes in the ideal balance, then there's a a ripple effect, right? And I find that a lot of this comes from stress, either a psychological stress, a physical stress on the the system, um, or a change that shifts from the ideal balance to a less than ideal balance. So with a lot of my patients, it's 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 pressure, right? Mm-hmm. It's like trauma, emotional trauma. It's just like the nonstop grind of um a lot of responsibilities, be it caretaking or work responsibilities in their career or a combination of both or relationship, you know, um trauma. Uh, mm-hmm. And it causes, it's not just something in your head, right? And there is no separation from head and heart and body and any other part of, okay. of our being. So mm-hmm. these stresses lead to a shift in our ability to to cope, right? The body, we're always trying to survive, to adapt. Yeah. So let's say something stressful happens or it's been happening for a very long time. The body will say, well, we better mm-hmm. just walk up and get this taken care of so <laughs> you start to produce cortisol. Great. So cortisol is a stress hormone and it's in short bursts and at the right uh, amounts. It's great. It's anti-inflammatory. It gets you out of bed in the morning. It's a motivator. It's fantastic. It's helping you adapt to stress. Well, if that goes on for too long, unchecked, then it becomes inflammatory. It'll start to shift the way, um, your metabolic system works, so now, because cortisol is high you 're going to be um, you 're going to have an imbalance in blood sugar, and that 's going to make you want to probably eat more sugar to help you balance because our brains use only sugar for fuel so before you know it, we are trying to fuel our bodies to manage the stress. Imagine a tiger is is um chasing you right that 's a stress uh, a basic stress of mm-hmm rudimentary uh, life. So let's say a tiger's chasing you, you need fast fuel. So if your work situation, your life has become so intense um, that you're having a stress much like a a lion or a tiger chasing you, you need fast fuel. So now we're eating quick sugary foods (laughs) to keep going. Okay. Well, that turns into a bit of a, a vicious cycle. And the more sugar you have, the more that you want, the more cortisol it increases, and that shifts your metabolism, it shifts the way your thyroid works, it shifts the way your um, uh, reproductive hormones are supposed to work as well. Because the more we make cortisol, the less women in particular are able to make progesterone. So now you have relatively less progesterone than estrogen. So now periods are way more painful. There are lots more premenstrual sy- symptoms, and maybe periods are becoming irregular because of stress. Okay. This also changes the uh, environment in the gut. Mm-hmm. And it's going to favor the growth of non-beneficial bacteria. So now digestive um, changes are going to start to occur. And most of our serotonin, which is our neurotransmitter of well-being, feeling Harmonious and happy and well is produced in the gut. So any shift in the gut that um, favors non-beneficial bacteria is also going to be disadvantageous for the appropriate production of serotonin. So now we're starting to see digestive disturbance, but also um, more depression or anxiety, all because of this unchecked, uh, poorly managed chronic stressor—being physical stressor, environmental stressor. Or an emotional, mental stressor. So um, they come together because they have this common underlying cause often. Um, and wait, what was the other question? Oh, wait, no, I lost you again.
0: <laughs> we were talking about um, the combination of digestive disturbances, fatigue, huh. and mood imbalances, why they're so common and how they're connected. Yeah, so that's how they show.
1: come. Yeah, because they come together because they have this underlying foundational cause, mm-hmm. which is which is a stress that leads to shift in hormones and hormone balance due to trying to cope with the stressor. Um, and then these symptoms sort of pop up so instead of you know kind of putting out symptom fires my approach is to figure out what was the underlying stress that caused those different symptoms and deal at that level so a lot of times that requires again re-examining lifestyle and Mm -hmm. self-care in a way that you can bring down those stress hormones so you're not always just like living on the the edge of the wave of cortisol keeping you going you know kind of taking our power back through self-care um but then also there's so many different practices and routines and also herbs that can help the body really grow in resilience so we figure out what combination is right for each person and then all of a sudden all of those symptoms that came from this underlying cause of a uh, you know mental emotional physical or environmental stress start to resolve
0: wow i mean that's it it makes so much sense but like you don't think about that you know what i mean like when i say you i mean in general people just like we don't think about these things but when you really break it down the way you just did whew, that makes a lot of sense, it makes a lot of sense, and it's like oh, all right let's let's get this stress under control so we can actually live a happy life here and not be in pain and have all these issues all the time. I mean, gosh, gut health is one of these things that I feel like people are finally really talking about i I don't know why people have shied away for such a long time talking about it, but I love that you you're not just talking gut health. You're talking about all the things that affect your gut because yeah. let's face it, your gut's not on its own. It's not its own organism. Right? It's no. all connected.
1: Yeah. And there's a big, there's more interest now in the gut brain axis than there has been before because uh-huh. there is a whole entire brain in the gut. Yeah. Um, and it's very intricately, intricately connected with our the brain in our heads, but then most of the immune system is housed in the gut. Um, your digestion is housed in the gut. A lot of neurotransmitters are housed in the gut. I mean, so much of your nervous system, like so much resides in the gut, that if you do not treat the gut, it's very, very difficult to make progress in establishing health.
0: Definitely. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. So now is the time in the show where I like to change gear a little bit. Ask you some fun questions, and these are questions I ask all of my guests, and I think they're really fun. They make you think. Sometimes people get really creative here, so feel free. Um, I will give you two questions. You can answer them in any order that you want. They're similar, but also very different. Okay. Question number one is: Who are the three most influential people, or who have provided the most inspiration to you? And the second question. You know what? We'll answer that one first and then we'll get to the second one. That's nice. what we'll do. It'll be easier that way. Don't want to overload <sighs> your brain. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, to narrow it down to three it's hard. is hard, but how about I make two people and one group of people? So
0: Absolutely. People do that all the time when I ask this question. So go for it, whatever works okay. for you. Being creative now.
1: So um I would have to my two people, I think, would be my parents, honestly um, i The older I get, the more I think about how brave they were in raising our family, like you know we they brought four kids to a whole other country and a whole other culture bravely to raise us here and give us different opportunities. And there's they were such different people. My dad is, you know, a blessed Mary, a memory, um, and passed away, I don't know, 16, 16 grand, 17 years ago. Wow. But just his um dedication to to encouraging us and, you know, offering us opportunities and just always cheering us on. He always said things like, if you go to him with problems, he'd say, you don't have problems. All you need is
0: encouragement, and I'm like, it's true. <laughs> I love that. I'm, I mean, I I just felt that in my soul. How incredible! Yeah.
1: So just like
0: incredibly
1: supportive, and always figuring out figuring out ways to to make things work in our favor, and helping us grow in resilience, and you know, expressing gratitude. So just his his you know jovial spirit like still inspires me I think will forever inspire and he will forever be raising me everything he ever said you know pops up throughout my life and he's he is and will forever be raising me with that jovial wonderful beautiful spirit so definitely my dad and um my mom too she's such again just a really brave um strong um savvy like resourceful woman for me to look up to mm-hmm. um and you know the way she cared for us is just just different right just like different um gifts and she was always just pushing us to try to something different and not worry about all the things that could go wrong she was, just do it just try it we'll figure it out later you know just like, keep oh, going
0: god I love that um, yeah That's and I just know, life.
1: Oh my gosh! And there's just so many things that I would never have done, never have tried if it were up to me, based on my personality. That I got to do because of her and her personality. Mm-hmm. She's like, go for it. We'll figure it out. So that's yeah. always that that is so inspiring to me, and I'm just so grateful for all of their, you know, support and just believing in me and believing in, in all of us, right. Um, And seeing our potential and then working hard to help us realize it. So definitely those two. And then the other group, the ones that inspire me really are my, my kids. I have three little ones and I I call my, I feel like each one is a different uh, inspiration. So my oldest is, is, is just basically my entire heart walking around in in nearly eight-year-old's body you know like saying the things that my heart would say you know and like just in his little glasses and just so sincere and incredibly loving and wonderful and you know my my first baby love inspires me to to just to be loving the way Mm -hmm. that he is and I have a three-year-old and he's like he's more of my personality actually like he's Mm -hmm jovial and funny and carefree and he's like he's he's my joy just like a little joy going around and doing adorable hilarious things and then my youngest is two teen months old and she's she's kind of my piece she's just sweet and kind and just like a real girlfriend i didn 't expect to have like a little fifteen year old girlfriend who just likes to hang out oh and my gosh, just I love likes that. to be together you know in in just the sweetest way and it 's just so peaceful and grounding, so they inspire me to be the type of person and the type of doctor and, Mm -hmm. you know, wife and mother and friend, the type of person who they can be proud of and who they can say one day that, you know, she, my mom loves us and loved us and, you know, took chances on, on, on us and believed in us and, you know, went for her dreams. So I, I'm, I'm wanting to live the kind of life where they will see what's possible. Mm -hmm. and That inspires me that, that spurs me on. Yes. I want them to see in me an example of what they can um, achieve and and surpass, you know, in every way. So, yeah, those are my influences and inspirations. What?
0: I, I always do that. I always say, "What incredible answers!" <laughs> because every single person I ask these questions to have such fantastic, really, really great answers. Because it it comes from your heart. Yeah, it's every big, single one yeah. of those. I yeah. love, I love that you put your three kids in there. You know, I, I hear that a lot from people, and I can relate to that. You know, because I have two two and a half year olds, and man, you know, I I, I just just love it. It just makes me so happy. I I just like hearing the way you described these five people, you know, mm. your parents and your children, the way you described their um not just who they are, but what they mean to you, yeah. you know, and it just I don't know, it's like warm and fuzzy feeling. Yeah. Okay. So question number 2, and this one is <laughs> this one's fun. If you could have I'm going to say a dream gathering, dinner party. It could be hanging out with people. It could be taking a walk. It could be getting drinks, whatever that is for you, whatever you really enjoy. I say dinner party simply because i like to eat. Food's my favorite thing. And if I could eat all day long, I would, but I can't. (laughs) Um, So if you could have your dream, whatever, with three people. Now I'm going to put people in quotes because they don't have to be people. They can be... Animals, they can be spirits. They can be animated characters. They don't have to be real. They can be. I've had people have characters from books. I've had. I mean, it can be anything you want. Three. I'm gonna say beings, fictional or real, dead or alive, from history. Now, whatever. Yeah. The 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 floor. The, the what am I trying to say? The world is your oyster. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Whatever okay. it is, it's up to you. Who would those three be? and why?
1: Okay, so I think the first would have to be Jesus. To -hmm. be honest, my faith is very important to me. It's my foundation and, you know, the source of everything I'm able to be and do. So I would just love to, I don't know, what are we doing again? We're eating. I love to eat too. So I would just love to eat like foods that I can't even imagine, you know, like, and just, just eat and eat and, and, and discuss and learn, you know, if you if if you believe that you know God created us, then I'm just like so curious on why and how and all like the intricacies of each being. And you know my head would explode but I would love
0: <laughs> oh, it. Um, but it would be, be worth it.
1: The opportunity to have my head explode <laughs> that yeah. way. Love it. Love it's it. a good way to go. Um, I think so. <laughs> and secondly I would choose um my grandfather because I have heard so many incredible stories about how wise and kind and inspirational and loving and beloved he was. And there's a story about how, so he, this is my paternal grandfather, he um named all of us all of us kids and all of like all of the kids in the family all the cousins everybody. So in our family that was the tradition is that my grandfather would come and you know, look at baby and <laughs> name them. So, so amazing. the story is before the night before he came I think to the hospital to name me, he had a dream of his mother and she guilt tripped him and said you've forgotten all about me and he said no no I love you I have and she said yes you have so the next morning he came and he named me after her really
0: oh my gosh that is so funny
1: so I would just love to to sit with him and learn more about you know my namesake and yeah. just kind of sit at his feet and and experience this character that I learned was so beloved Um. And my third one would be, and this is a little bit potentially out there, but Dolly Parton. I That's love out there. She's her. incredible.
0: Are you kidding me? That's amazing. I love her
1: so much. And I told my husband that if she ever dies, and I mean that seriously, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I would hope she would go before me so that if I, um, when I die, she would be the one to welcome me into the pearly gates because I believe she's an angel and that's how I know that I made it because Dolly was there I just love her so much This is awesome like, really I'm like yeah she's yes she's that's basically is, everything honey. so yeah I would want to spend time with Dolly Parton I mean if, if anyone knows her just tell her she's got all a right bit. folks
0: <laughs> get the word out to Dolly okay Adiola wants to talk to her Everybody listen up.
1: <laughs> I mean, I just find her incredible in, in basically every way.
0: She is so. incredible. I love that answer. She's amazing. I mean I I what an awesome gathering. Yeah, I that mean, would be a good one. Wouldn't that it? That would be a really good one. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Fly on a me, on the wall it. there. What's that?
1: I said for me it'd be great. Right? You'd
0: be in heaven. You'd be like You're oh, all amazing. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I love it what a yeah. great dinner party would it be a dinner party yeah you said it would be yeah you, no you I like love food. you love food food is the greatest thing yes. on earth in my opinion the greatest thing. yes I love food yes. awesome okay my very last question for you Adiola. yes where can our listeners find you in this crazy world of ours how mm-hmm. can they can find you and connect with you
1: Sure. Um, through my website is probably best. So it's D r a d e o l a m e a d D-R-A-D-E-O-L-A-M-E-A-D.com. Um, they can also call or text, you know, 206-558-6688. Um, and yeah, you know, find information via my website. Um, I'm pretty active on Instagram and LinkedIn as well. So, if you just googled my name, you would find me, and I'm you know always happy to, to connect with people who are interested in um really finding their way to thriving or finding a way to inspire their those you know that they're entrusted with with it, with to tr- to thrive I'm missing,
0: missing. <laughs> You're me I'm my words This I know. is me all day long <laughs> yes. People who are
1: entrusted with others, I would love to support them in helping their team, their family thrive. Because I think it's just really important to to share share the wellness, right? It's like love, share the love, share the wellness. I love it. Um, yes.
0: yeah. yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I will put the, all of that in the show notes. Make sure that people can find you. And Adiola, I just want to thank you so very much for being with me today and sharing all this incredible work. You, you have such a great story. And you know I've said it about 15 times, but man, I can feel your passion through your work. And that's such a beautiful and unique thing. And I'm so glad we connected. So thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a real, real pleasure. I appreciate it.